Welcome to the NACA American Dream Program. Each week, we'll talk about how NACA is revolutionizing mortgage lending with the best mortgage in America. It's no down payment, no closing cost or fees, no PMI, no consideration of your credit score. And guess what? It's at a below market fixed rate. NACA is just relentless. This is the NACA way. Hey, hey, what's up? Welcome back. Welcome back for another episode of NACA's American Dream Program, where we help you get through this awesome, awesome program of NACA, where you can have bad credit like myself, a 480 credit score, and still get a home and get a 2.23 30-year fixed interest rate. So we have some awesome, awesome guests today. If you have any questions, um, 833-771-0500. We have some special guests, but they're really not guests because they're always part of our family and they're always here. We have the regionals on again. They're here to now answer those questions that you need answered to get you where you need to be. Where? Home ownership. But first, we're going to say hey to our mistress of ceremony, Miss Control Lady herself out in Texas, Anjanette Dows Thibodeau. What's up, girl? All right, Damien. Hey, 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 everybody out there in NACA land. Guess what? Welcome to the American Dream Program, where this is the day where you can uh, get all the information you need to realize your dream of home ownership. It is a beautiful day out there. Damien, it is a beautiful day to be out in the hood, yes, looking around, driving, looking for that dream home made possible and realized and powered only through uh, NACA. And for those of you who have not had the pleasure of being involved in our NACA American Dream radio program. This is the show where you come to to get all of your information. You got questions you want to ask, you can always ask them. We are live on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Check us out, lock it down, and you can always check us out on www.naca.com. But for your live questions to be answered on the show, you can always reach us at 833-771-0500. And we have a Great show today. To show the show today contains our very own. You know, we a couple of weeks ago we had our counselors on, and we had a lot of good questions, and it prompted us to say, you know what? We talked about the counselors and how to get through the qualification process, but today we have the regionals on, and the regional directors are over the counselors. This is where you get all your subject matter. This this is the subject matter experts to ask your questions. So guess what? If you want to get through the qualification process. And one step closer to, to getting approved, to owning your home, this is the show to ask. We are so, so, so blessed and happy to have you guys on here. And it's a lot of new information, Damien. Guess what I got for you today? Oh, what's up? Tell me. We have a new member portal that's available. So you guys out there on Facebook, throw them hearts up because mm-hmm. guess what? We continue to make it possible. Uh, we're utilizing all of our technology and system enhancements. Mm-hmm everything we can possibly do to make just homeownership one step easier. So guess what? We got Diego on the line and we have Cedric here and we're going to talk about the member portal and the benefits of that just a little bit before we get into answering your questions about qualifications and things like that. But I got another nugget for you. Oh, wait, you just, you're just doing too much. I'm bearing all the gifts today. I'm, <laughs> I'm not stopping. I ain't stopping. I, I got too much to offer today. 
Wow. Guess All right, I'm let's, let's go. We already in that land. For those of you in the Florida area, and we also have the regional for that state on the line too. But for those of you in Florida, guess what? On May 12th through the 15th, we are having a NACA Economic Justice Expo. Guess what that is? That <laughs> is an event. That is a four-day event where you can come to, to the uh, Miami Beach Convention Center. You can come to the Miami Beach Convention Center May 12th through the 15th. And if you're looking for it, check us out on www.naca.com for more details. But you can come get counsel. You can come and get, get qualified. You can actually come and go through the workshop. And everything is under the sun there. You can get everything in one day. You can even have your purchase meeting there. So you can come go through the counseling, go through the, the workshop process to, to become a NACA member. Next, you can get on the floor and see your counselor face-to-face -to, -face to get qualified. Next, you can go to the purchase meeting, walk out with your qualification letter and go house shopping. And guess what? You got realtors right there on site ready to assist you. And if it didn't get any better, somebody can poke me with a because I am done. <laughs> if it didn't get any better, we have other organizations uh, that's going to partner with us to bring resources and community services right here brought to you and powered by NACA. So everything under the sun, under one roof, rental assistance, housing assistance, utility assistance, mortgage assistance, everything under the sun is right there for you. We're even going to have some, uh, some of the county, uh, Miami-Dade will be there uh, talking about mental illness and mental health. And if you don't have insurance, we've got some providers that's going to be there to talk about how to get you qualified for insurance and things like that. So we're going to have a little bit of everything there. So come and check us out. Now, I just got one question with that, Anjanette. Would you recommend, I know it's going to be crowded. I know everybody needs to get there early, but would you suggest that if people come on the front end, so just in case they're missing something, they can go home and get it and come back and still get qualified and not get pushed back. Would you, would you recommend everybody to try to get there on the first and the second day to get everything they need? Absolutely. Let me tell you, you know that old saying that you used to hear the early bird gets the worm? Well, guess oh my what? Goodness. You better come on the first day because again, just think about this. You're going to go if you never, if you're not a NACA member, you got to go to the workshop first. That's step one. You're going to go to the workshop first mm -hmm. and then you're going to proceed to the counseling floor to sit with the counselor and go through your intake session and possibly even get qualified. But if you don't get qualified, you're going to walk away with an action plan. An action plan is where the counselor is telling you what documents you're missing, what steps you need to get to that qualification. So guess awesome. what? If you come in on day one, you may be able to go by day two or three to get those collective documents that you need and come back and still finish the process. But it doesn't stop there. In the event that you're already a NACA member and you've just been waiting to see your counselor, guess what? Come on through because now you've just been bumped up to the front of the line. You walk straight in on the Whoa. floor and go straight to your right to a counselor that can assist you. And guess what? If you get stuck at the counselor's desk, we got the regional director right here on the line that's letting you know, I'm going to be there. I'm going to help you. I won't let you falter every step of the way. I'm going to be right there with you. His name is Diego Luke, and you're going to hear from him later on today. So Damien, yes, to answer your question, get there the first day because the first day is the best day. That's when you awesome, get to see everything. Awesome. And I see the questions coming in. We're going to tackle you guys' questions in a minute. So Maury, Naomi, and 
Myron, you guys just hold up. We're coming. And 404 on the phone call, I see you too. So we're coming at you. But Damien, did that answer your question? Yes, it did. And also letting everybody know, stay tuned for dates and, and locations of other cities that we're going to do this same event in. So we may be coming to a city near you or not far from you. So right. just be aware. We're going to be letting you know about that information. All right, let's get started. I'm ready. Regionals, we got them on the line. We got them on the line, y'all. We got them. (laughs) Let's start with Diego, and then we have Cedric Smith. So, Diego, tell us what regions you cover. You're muted. You're muted. You're muted, Diego. There you go. I was saying it is engineer and Damien that it's a pleasure to be with you today. My region covers the offices in Florida, Georgia, Alabama, and Texas. There you go, awesome. guys. There you go. And Diego, just for the sake of, of people understanding that we're not, we're not some fly-by-night newcomers here. How many years have you been with NAFA? Wow. I don't want to disclose that. Think about it, y'all. Uh, about twelve years, I've been with NACA. Twelve years of experience walking in here. I mean, you can't you you can't top that. Twelve years, Diego, and thank you for those twelve years of service because Diego has been, you know, he knows this thing through and through. He's been a counselor. He's been an underwriter, so he knows everything under the sun as opposed to when it comes to getting you through the process. So bring him his question. Bring him the questions because he can help you, Cedric. Awesome. Cedric Smith, tell us about yourself. This ain't Cedric. Okay. My name nephew Tommy, Uh-oh. and you just got <laughs> pranked by your. <laughs> Actually, no, this is my name is Cedric Smith. I've been with NACA. I am in my seventh year, believe it or not. Awesome. Um, I am the regional director for the Northeast region, and uh, my home office, where I'm stationed right here now, is Richmond, Virginia. But I also have um, under my wing uh, offices in Newark, New Jersey, Hartford, Connecticut, our Boston headquarters office, plus two satellite offices in Massachusetts also. Right. So I've got, in general, the Northeast region, uh, plus this Virginia uh, little silo down here. And Cedric, just correct me if I'm wrong. You're not new to the game. You've counseled, you've been there, you know how to get them through the process. And now you're managing counselors to even make it even a more perfect union. Is that correct? That is absolutely 100% spot on. I started uh, with NACA six plus years ago as a counselor, trained under an office manager. Um, after you know a short couple of years, uh, got promoted to an office manager of my own here in Richmond. As a matter of fact, when I started at NACA, Richmond was not an office in existence. I actually started at our Washington, D.C. office. So Richmond was a natural outgrowth of all the volume we get in the Washington, D.C. area. It was a natural fit, not to mention I was commuting, believe it or not, from Richmond to Washington, D.C. just to work at NACA. So when our founder and CEO, Bruce Mark, said it's time to open in Richmond, I was the first one to raise my hand, open this office in Richmond, and we've been off off to the races since. Uh, So that's kind of how Richmond uh, came into being. But yeah, uh, what a journey. I've been here in my seventh year, and this will be my third promotion. So, you know, I'm Zooming, y'all. 
All right. And you hear it. We promote from within. And that's always a good thing because it, as always, we are hiring in all of our major states across the country. So look us up, check us out, www.naca.com and look, look us up under careers. There's a lot of opportunities out there for you. So Damien, shall we get yes. started? I'm ready. Okay. We have a lot of questions for you guys and we got the right people on the line to uh, on this call to be answering uh, some of these questions. Let's talk about new, the, we'll talk about the new member portal because I'm, I'm going to combine some of the phone calls because we got six phone calls about the new member portal. And then we got um, uh, one question about it on Facebook as well. But let's talk about uh, the new bills. Can, can NACA's purchase program be used for new construction, new build uh, homes? Go ahead, Cedric. Uh, yes, that is, as a matter of fact, because of the answer, the short answer is yes. New construction is absolutely an option for NACA members, increasingly so in the last few years. Um, we, you know, most people want to purchase a home through our program that's ready to move into, needs very little repairs, uh, very little work done. But there is an increasing number of people that um, because of the way the market is, because of the, the having to bid against, you know, investors, cash purchasers and right. other other worthy, you know, offer makers, you know, it's increasingly becoming more attractive for NACA members to get together, you know, them and their agent with a new home builder and put together a package uh, for a home purchase that way. So, yes. It is absolutely allowable in the NACA program to purchase new construction, um, existing construction. We even do modular homes as long as it's anchored to the ground uh, and titled as a you know real estate property. Mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to think of we do just about anything and, you uh, can purchase. It's a double Y. Yes. Oh, that's right. Thank you for that tidbit. Uh, modular homes must at least be double wide construction. That's very important to know. It uh, is so because you know we're going to get some questions about that. We always get questions about the 3D homes and the concept homes and the homes. And, and tiny there. homes. Look, yeah. a lot of these homes that, you know, in general, NACA will do a loan on just about any home that you can, uh, you know, purchase out there, except for some of these exceptions we just mentioned. We're not doing, not yet anyway. We're not doing tiny homes. We're not doing some of these specialty designer homes. Uh, but most of your major, you know, home types that are eligible, condos, co-ops, multifamily, up to four units, we can do those. So, uh, the, the long answer to uh, the short answer to my long dissertation is yes, <laughs> yes. you can do new construction in this program. All right. And, and traditional homes. It sounds like what you're saying, the traditional style home, not the, the, the newfangled stuff. That's traditional there. stick built homes, wood, wood, right. wood construction homes. Yes. Right. And Diego, and anything tackle... to add to that? No, no, no. no. You're all right. Okay. So let me, let me tackle this real quick because Diego, you're in the spotlight right now. And <laughs> the reason why you're in the spotlight is because of Florida and the event that we announced, we we've been announcing it on our website. Uh, we're announcing it on social media and uh, looks like because we just announced it, we're getting about uh, four or five questions about that. So Diego, Let's have the scenario. We're having a Miami event. It's open to all of Florida, obviously. But I got somebody here 
that is wanting to travel. And this is Noame, I believe. And Noame, please forgive me if I'm mispronouncing your name. But they want to travel uh, to Florida from Pennsylvania so that they can get qualified. They're already in the process. They just need to get their counseling done. They want to get qualified. Uh, can they come there and do that? Absolutely. Everybody's welcome to the event. I mean, it's a long drive from Pennsylvania, but uh, the place that you are. But you're welcome to come down to the event, the Miami events. It's a face-to-face -face event, so we're not doing virtual counseling. However, let me tell you that we're also going to have an event in Queens, New York, yep. in June. So that may be more convenient for you if you're in the Northeast. But if you want to come to the sunny Miami, you are welcome. Everybody All right. Diego is saying, come and enjoy that beautiful weather. And if it is, if it's not going to set you back any, because we all know that gas prices are high and, you know, everything's going up. Flights are going up because of fuel. And then to drive down is going up. It's going to be costly. So he's actually giving you two options. You can either, you're more than welcome to come to the first event, which is May 12th through the 15th in Miami, or you can check us out June 23rd. June 23rd, we'll be in Queens, New York. So you can always check us out there. And again, all of these events will be posted on our website. So you can check them out and see what's closest to you. But name, uh, it just depends on how soon you want to go through the process. And 513-404-678 uh, and 702, same for you, because they all had those questions about coming to Florida and getting through the process faster, Diego. So thank you for answering that. Make it your vacation. Get a home and enjoy. <laughs> Yeah. Spoken like someone who takes frequent vacations, but I won't go there. So let's move right, right along. So we have a question about the member portal and the member portal is a big deal. This is definitely a game changer for us, Diego and Cedric. And I know that you guys with having so many, you know, territories that you're responsible for have probably seen all the questions that come out, but we have a couple of people. I have 404 here. Uh, another 404 calling saying she's trying to upload her tax transcripts. She had done this once before on the old system, but the member portal is asking her to upload uh, some documents. However, she doesn't see a place on the portal for tax transcripts and other documents that she needs to upload. In the past, she's had to upload them under other documents, but she don't see that, uh, uh, that option now. How do you want to proceed? Do you want her to con contact the number? Do you want her to send us maybe a screenshot or something? Or how do you want to move? I do know the CEO himself said, if it's on the action plan, you will be able to upload the missing documents if it is in fact on the action plan. So 404, if you're trying to upload documents that's not on the action plan, just extra documents, I don't think she's she or he will be able to do that, Diego, Cedric. Correct me if I'm wrong. Right. The, the first thing is, is repeat what you say. I mean, this is definitely a game changer, the, the member portal. I mean, it's, it's not only is a better version than what we had before, but it's in a smart software that can tell you specifically what you're missing. You are going to be you're going to be able to see the documents you are uploading in the system and save it, change it. Uh, it's, it's a great system. Um, we were adding actually today we're adding other documents that, that, that didn't have in a specific place. Uh, what you can do right now is use our email option uh, to the email NACAD, your NACAD, the, the word email, and then your NACAD at 
nakalinks.com and email it directly to your file if you don't find the, the specific place to upload the document. Um, uh, we're making changes today. Tomorrow will be even better than today. And that is already great. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, Cedric. Did you have anything to add or was no, that? Look, uh, he said it all, but just be aware, uh, everybody listening, um, a degree of patience is going to be required as we go th through this transition. We, we turn this member portal on, and this is, as Diego said, this is a game changer. So it will allow us to get to you and your first appointment sooner, quicker, faster. It'll allow us to be more efficient in our counseling. Um, but as we undergo this transition for the next few days, probably, we're going to be making changes behind the scene. This thing got launched last Thursday or Friday. And as we get little glitch items in, as we're notified about each little glitch, we're doing behind the scenes tweaking, if you will, uh, to make this thing a more perfect platform. So we're not there yet, but it is going to require some patience uh, for a, a probably another week or so until we get all the bugs worked out and then it should be smooth sailing for everybody. All right. Awesome. 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 Now you've been, you're going to take me there. Uh, JM Ryan is trying to get me started up early today. JM Ryan is saying, if you are married, can you still participate if you plan to put the mortgage in only one of the, of the spouse's names? Now, J.M. Ryan, there's a whole lot I can say about you want to leave your wife off this. Uh, but anyway, I'm not even going to go there because y'all know my answer to that. But I'm just going to give you the NACA professional answer. So, Diego, Cedric. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, you're not required to. I mean, if you're a couple, you're not required to have both names on the mortgage. However, remember that we're a counseling organization. We're not a broker or here to make money on you. And we're going to counsel the household. So we're going to look at both incomes, uh, your household budget, everything, right? And then you and the counselor are going to make the decision. It was the best way to, in order to achieve your goal. If you don't need both incomes, you don't need all the information for both. Uh, you can have only one person on the title. What you cannot do, and I just go there because I'm sure other people have these questions, is to say, for example, my wife already has a house, uh, but I'm going to buy a house only under my name. So don't worry about my, my wife because that doesn't work, right? Mm -hmm. You may be a current homeowner. That's not a problem. You can come to the NACA program, but you will need to sell that home before you close in your new NACA uh, property, your new NACA home. I hope that answered your question. Now, let me ask a question with that. How long do they need to have sold the house before they can come through the NACA program? And for those who are saying, second question, for those who are saying that my wife is not going to be on the mortgage, can she be on the deed? Just in case people want to know. Okay, so let me answer first your second question. Yes, the known borrower exposed can be in the deed. Actually, we want that person to be in the deed because right. we, we never know what happened in the future. So we want to give that person the ability to talk to the lender and take decisions about the property, right? So that's about the second part. The first part is, can you repeat it, Damien? Oh, the, the, the first part is, dang, I forgot my question. <laughs> I'll come back. <laughs> it went away. You were just trying to make sure that how long, what's the waiting period? And Oh, yeah, yeah. What's yeah, yeah. the waiting period after they sold their home? Thank you. you yeah, thank you. Uh, 
No, you don't. There is not a specific time. I mean, you can you can start. You can be a current homeowner, live in the house right now. You want to start the process and make sure first how much is going to be your maximum affordability, what what you can do, right? Before you put that house in the market, more in the current market because that's going to sell pretty quick. So no, you don't need to sell the house. You just need to start your process, make sure about your maximum affordability that you're going to be able to accomplish what you want. And then we get you NACA qualified. When you are ready to sign the contract on the new property, you need to be under contract on the current one, right? So you are able to close on your current home before you close on your NACA home. That's that's Well, I could close on, on Monday on my old home and on Tuesday or Wednesday on my new home that I'm purchasing through now? Not, not really, because you need to okay. give us some time of, uh, to record the documentation, right? Okay. The okay. deed and everything with the county. But that normally will take probably up to 10 days. Let's say that mm-hmm. you can close probably 10, 7 to 10 days before you close your home. So okay. that's, your that's still relatively close. It so is. that's good to know. Yeah. Thank you. So it is how, it's, it's all possible. And that's a good yeah. thing. So here's one, and we get this every call lately, especially, um, and I did not say this earlier, you know, our NACA, uh, our NACA interest rate uh, is currently at a 4.375 30-year fixed interest rate, and on a 15-year, it's at uh, a 3.5 interest rate, and we're getting some questions and some calls about that. And again, those rates are not a NACA rate. We don't dictate the rate. That is dictated by the Federal Reserve. The federal government dictates all of that. But Sarah in Austin is asking a really good question. And we get this question uh, quite often lately. She's saying she's in Austin going through the process. She said, I'm overwhelmed. I'm keeping my eyes open as I go through your program. But the expensive homes here are out of control. How do I manage as I look? And, you know, we have a real estate agent on here. Damien is here. We have the directors on here. I'm sure you guys are getting that across the board. Right. Yes. It's, it's, a, it's a seller markets across the country, right? So the buyers are don't have a lot of control these days. And I'm sure that Damien as a real estate agent can add to this. But uh, what, what I can tell you is, is start... Going through the process is started neighborhood shopping, not house shopping, not a specific property, but start looking at the neighborhoods in Austin, in this case, that are within your range and what's available there. So as soon as you're qualified and ready to sign a contract, you don't waste any time. You go straight to that place that you already researched and put a house on the contract. I don't know if Damien, can you want yeah. to something? Well, I would agree with that. I, I, I'm always of the mindset it's better to have something and not need it than to need it and don't have it. So go ahead and go through the process and get qualified. But the other things that that we kind of talk to members about doing is looking at your job and seeing if there are promotions and you know different things that you can do to get more money at your job to help with being qualified for a higher amount. Now, Diego, correct me if I'm wrong, and, and Cedric too, once you get a new job or promotion and you have the documentation, are you immediately able to adjust their affordability on that or do they have to wait a certain amount of time? Yeah, not necessarily because you you get more money, you can immediately use it, right? Okay. We go back to the councilman. We're a council organization. So we need to go back first to see how that money is going to 
affect your budget. How's you're going to manage this money? If there are any conditions, if it's a variable income now that it goes up, that there are different factors that we need to take in consideration before we can use that new income. Okay. Okay. Thank you. So you that's an option. Also, uh, paying down your debt. You know, if you can work a part-time job and it works within your time frame, and you know, being with your family, working a part-time job to pay down your debt. Now they won't count it. Um, as part of your affordability to get more house, but it will reduce your debt, which is a good thing as well. Also, look at, for me, I considered using my full, I used my 401k plan. I took $8,000 out of my 401k and my thought process, process was, do I need the house now or do I need it later? So I was willing to do that and I saved over 50, 60, $70,000 in interest by going ahead and getting the house now, but buying the interest rate down. Also being willing and open to look further out for your house, not just being stuck in, I want this specific zip code, this specific area. Can I go outside of the area and look at the house? Also, new construction is not the only option. One thing that NACA has is the ability to now fix on a house. So looking at the house, not as it is, but as what it could be using the NACA loan with the reconstruction or the rehab portion of the loan. So those are some of the things that we counsel. And also one of the most important things is, is your mind equal to what you can afford? Because if you can only afford a certain amount, but your mind is up here that you want a million dollar home, that's going to put you in a bad place and you're never going to be satisfied because every home that we show you, you ain't happy with it. So your thing is your mind needs to meet your affordability. You can afford this. You need to be okay with this, but look at the options of what NACA can do for you. And that's what I say. Thank you. I love that. I love that you, you have to make, get your mind together, change your mindset. And when we had the brokers on the show a couple of weeks ago, that was the first thing they said. You have to make the connection, especially if this is your first home. You have to crawl before you walk and just go ahead on and get that initial, get over that initial hurdle. And then you never know what the future may lead. And this next question, Cedric, I, I see you have something. I'm going to let you talk in just a minute. And I see Sherrod. Sherrod, I'm getting ready to get to you because your next question leads right into getting your mind prepared for making this purchase and maybe, you know, not getting everything. You know, you want all the bells and whistles now, but that may not be the answer for you. Just get through the process and become a homeowner and, and be a part of that generational wealth building segment and, and build your legacy. Cedric? I just want to throw a little tidbit on top of everything that's been said, because the point of this question was mm -hmm. home prices are skyrocketing. I'm watching these prices go through the roof and I'm worried about whether I'll be able to afford them. Right. One key, uh, uh, key segment that I think um, we're missing out on is the billions of dollars out there available mm, through grants. grants. Through grants, mm. I, I highly suggest everybody within earshot, go to Google, go to your Google machine, Google Monster is what I call it, and Google grants near me. Yeah. There are statewide grants, there are city level grants, there county. are county level grants, there are municipal grants, uh, neighborhood grants. There's so many grants out there, it will boggle your mind. But NACA wants to partner with any and all of these grant programs. All you have to do is apply for a grant. If you think you meet the criteria, apply for it. See if you can get it approved. If you can get a, uh, approved for two or three different grants, 
give us the approval paperwork and we'll see if we can tie those into your NAC alone. What do grants do for you? Look, there's a $10,000 grant in Newark, New Jersey that we've been working with the housing authority about. If they grant you $10,000, a $10,000 grant, what can you do with that? You can apply that to buying down your interest rate. Buying down your interest rate increases your affordability. So your, the payment that you might have gotten approved for through NACA may be only $1,000 a month. And at 4.375 today's interest rate, that only buys so much house. But with a $10,000 grant, if you can lower your interest rate to three point something, well, now you've just increased by 20 or 30,000 how much house you can afford keeping your payment the same at the same place. So don't overlook these grants. Do not sleep on this. Grants, grants, grants. I will say it till I'm blue in the face. And we can stack them on top of each other as long as they're compatible with our NACA loan. So you just answered. So 702 and uh, 702 and 614, you just answered those questions for them, Cedric, because they actually wanted to know if we could and would work with those grants. And the answer he just gave you is yes, yes. we're looking to, to do that. And for those interest rates, 702 also had a question about the interest rate. He just gave you a solution as to you were upset, 702, about the interest rate rising. He just gave you a solution on buying down that interest rate back to where it used to be just a few months ago. So every tool we can use works. Yeah. Every tool we, we can use, we, we just got to take advantage of it because yeah. the, the deck is stacked against uh, low and moderate income buyers. That's who our targeted audience is. The deck is stacked out there. Look. You're out there competing to make offers with uh, investor companies that are making cash, cash offers. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to convince a seller to accept your NACA bid on this property when they got a cash offer for $10,000 more than you're willing to offer. Exactly. It's very hard to combat that. One of the other tactics, I'll just say that we're encouraging our, our NACA members to write a letter. Write a letter to that seller. Hey, seller, I'm a single mom with three kids and I saw your house and fell in love with it. And I know that you're getting offers from all kinds of uh, you know, bidders, but please consider my offer because I can see my, my daughter's already picked out the purple room. That's going to be her oh, bedroom. Yeah. So <laughs> it, things like cash. that. Yeah. Look, things like that may not seem like they matter, but we've actually seen it happen. So yeah. we, we got to think outside the box in this current climate. Change your mindset. Yep. All right. I cannot believe this, but Damien, believe it or not, we're halfway through the show. And I know, oh, really? five, yes, 513, I'm coming at you. I know you were here. So I'll be coming at you next. But um, I want to make sure we, we, we're able to answer the majority of the questions that are coming through because that's what, what we're here to do. Um, Sherrod is asking, and thank you for this question, Sherrod. Sherrod is saying, if my income is not going to increase for the next six months, what's the best way to maximize on the amount of home I can purchase? Cedric, is it safe to say you just answered that question with the grants? Well, because the their income is not going to change. Absolutely. Look, and that means you're in the same boat as the rest of us. You know, you can't walk into your uh, boss's office and say, hey, look, I heard this dude Cedric on the radio and Anjanette and... And they told me I, I need to make more money. Well, you, you, you can't storm into your boss's office and demand a raise because you heard us say this. But what you can do on your end is reduce your own debts because that goes into what we call a debt ratio calculation. In general, in general, 
the less money you're obligated to other debts, the more money you can allocate to a house payment. So reducing your debts is a tried and true way of getting qualified for uh, uh, an increase in the NACA program. It's not always guaranteed because there's some limitations. There's a debt ratio limit that we use. There's also a housing ratio limit that we use. But in general, the less debts you have, the more house payment you can afford. All right. Thank you, Sandra. Also with that, Anjanette, you, a lot of times your income may not, may not be increasing, but that don't mean you have they don't have a significant savings. So one of the things that we also admonish in the home buying workshops is ask your counsel to look at your, your, your dynamic picture of overall and see if you qualify for a multifamily. Because a multifamily, you're allowed to use a portion of that income from the rental units to increase yours to buy more. So, but you also have to have the mental wherewithal to be a landlord. You got to take classes, you got to prepare. You can't just jump out there and be a landlord. But if it's within your constitution to be a landlord, that is another option to get more. I had one buyer who was only qualified for a monthly payment of 484. That was about $85,000. But she had $40,000 saved. She didn't make a lot of income, but she'd been saving all her money. And so what she did was went back and requalified for a multifamily and qualified for about 180 to now get a duplex. So, and now somebody else would be paying a mortgage. That's a little bit more in the weeds, but that's another option too, looking at multifamily, depending on where you live and if you have the mental constitution to be a landlord. All right. Now I'm going to get to Iris. I'm going to get to your question, but I got about four back-to-back questions from different area codes and people about this one topic that we get all the time. But Iris is saying, I'm going to ask, uh, answer, address Iris's question first. And Iris say, I missed one payment last December due to a surgery. Will that stop me from getting qualified? I have proof of the procedure that I had. She just missed one December payment. Is there an exception on one missed payment, but everything else is okay? Absolutely. Absolutely. We did, the NACA program won't penalize you for late, for late payments that are out of your control, especially mm-hmm. medical situations, right? So we're going to look at your case. And obviously, we don't have all the information, but basically, you're telling us that shouldn't be a problem. That shouldn't stop you from. So Iris, keep your feet on the ground, stay focused and don't let nothing stop you because you heard the regional director just say, come on through, we'll qualify you still if it's just one late payment. So you're good to go. Four questions we're about to tackle at the same time and we get it every time. Those four questions are, why do I have to live in the area for which I'm going to purchase? Next question, I live two hours away from the area for which I'm going to purchase. Why do I have to stay six months in this area? The two hours, though, are different states. It's not in the same state. So this could be uh, Minneapolis, Wisconsin, or this could be uh, Texas, Oklahoma. This could be anything, but they are two different states, but their counselor is telling them they have to move there, rent there for six months, and then go through the program. Uh, And we're getting this question back to back. We also have one from the Northeast, 202. Yeah, we have one from the Northeast that's saying the same thing. So we're getting them from all over. So, and this other one is a Nevada, 702. That's a Nevada. They're asking, you know, they want to move to California. They know about California. Why I got to move to California, get rent, you know, rent a property first 
when it's right there, I go to California on the weekend from Vegas. Help me out. What should I do, guys? I think. Okay. Good question. Yeah. Go go ahead, Diego. Because um, yeah, I mean, we get this question all the time. But you need the first thing you need to think is that this program is designed to help low to moderate income families to become homeowners, right? But it's also about neighborhood stabilization. It's about to have roots in your community, to be invested in your community, and help to make things better for everybody, right? So the second piece is your affordability, the long-term affordability, right? You need to have income in where you live, so you're gonna able to stay there, live in the house and pay the mortgage. So that's the reason we want you to have some roots in the community, taste the waters before you get the big commitment of 30 year mortgage, right? So sometimes we from, uh, uh, they say the, my neighbor jar uh, is greener than mine, right? Sometimes it looks from, from, from a different place, looks better there. But when we are there, we really don't know the area where no, the income is not so stable there and many things may happen. That's the reason the NACA wants you to first be there, build some relationships, some roots with the community, make sure that your income is going to work and then jump to homeownership. Pleasure. Uh, let me just add, I mean, the, the intent of this rule, and I think sometimes it gets misconstrued. Uh, this is relatively new for us that uh, you must prove some, some residency in the place where you want to purchase. Uh, and it's open to subjective interpretation. So what I want everybody to understand is the intent of this rule is uh, because we've seen an uptick in Let's say you live in New York City and, in, you know, two years ago when, when this rule wasn't uh, a rule, we would allow you to purchase in North Carolina. Uh, and what we've seen is an uptick in those situations where we allowed somebody to purchase in a different state only to find out, you know what, um, I didn't really realize what uh, North Carolina was about. You know, it's a red state and I'm not happy there. So what we're seeing is people either A, deciding not to live in that property that they chose to move to in a different state or try to subvert our process by renting it out, which is a strict no-no because this is owner occupancy. You must agree to be an owner occupant in any property that you purchase through the NACA program. So long story short, uh, we put this control in that's, that's subjective. It's almost 100% subjective and we have to use our common sense. For example, I grew up in Kansas City. There is a Kansas City, Missouri, and there is a Kansas City, Kansas, uh, divided by a state line that goes right down the middle. So typically, if I grew up in Missouri, but I want to purchase in Kansas, there might be some question about, oh, you're moving to a different state when it's just 10 minutes away. So mm -hmm. we have to use our common sense common because, sense. yeah, because my regional offices are in the Northeast. A lot of people that work in New York City want to purchase in the suburbs that just happen to be Connecticut. Yeah. So it makes sense because they've been doing that commute uh, and the close the way proximity. Of life. Exactly. And, and commutes in some of these Northeast cities are just a way of life, just as commutes in the Washington, D.C. area 
from Northern Virginia to Maryland, the Maryland counties and Washington DC proper, it just makes sense that people are commuting all over that region. So we do have to use a little bit of common sense when we're making this determination, but by and large, if you just, here's, here's what you have to think of. If you, if you live in say New York and you get qualified in New York, presumably we're basing your qualification on the income you earn in New York. Mm -hmm. So now if you tell us you want to relocate to Florida and purchase your home in Florida, first things we want to know is, do you have roots in Florida? You, you, have you lived there before? We want to find out the reason or the rationale for your move. And it makes a difference if you're taking your job with you, because we know that your income is still going to be stable. Maybe the company's transferring you. That's a completely different scenario, which we would likely approve versus somebody who says, no, I live in New York. I'm going to have to quit my job and get a new job down in Florida. Well, right. now the scrutiny has to kick in because you're not taking your income with you. You're going to be under new income. So almost every case deserves to be heard individually. So I'm hesitant to give a blanket answer that, no, you live in this state. You want to purchase in this state. I think we have to get more information to determine, you know, because if you do have roots there or prior roots or you grew up there and, you know, took a job in another state. Now you just want to go back home. It makes sense because you're familiar with that area. But what so we're trying to avoid long story short, yeah. what we're trying to avoid is people decide, you know, purchasing a new home in another state and deciding, oh, I made a mistake. Now I got to sell this home because there's penalties for selling. There's some some remuneration that we're going to do for selling that home inside of five years. And also, we definitely want to avoid the situation where you purchase a NACA home and then we find out you're not even living in it right. because you just don't like the area. And I think the key is to, to, to form that relationship with your counselor. You're, you're, you're being counseled for a reason. And so tell your counselor everything. So Tamika, who's asking the question about living in Texas, can't find a house because of the market and the inventory is low based on your qualification amount and wanting to move to Georgia. So talk to your counselor about those individual items, because while, while the regionals did answer why the rule exists, they, they were clear on the reason why the rule exists. They were also clear by saying there are some case-by-case -case basis where they'll make some exceptions and to, and to understand what that is, talk to your counselor. You also want to talk to your counselor about grants. Cedric gave you good information to go out there and look for grants, but you also want to talk to your counselor about grants that you may not know about that they may work with on a daily basis. So make sure you're doing that as well. So I'm trying to get through these quickly, Damien. I know you're looking at the clock and the time on the wall. So let's talk about student loans here. Magdalena, I love that name for a reason, but Magdalena is asking about student loans. My student loans are on the government pause. So I don't know what my IBR payment will be. What do I do for that piece on my paperwork? Oh, that's pretty easy. That's, that's very easy. Go to the, the uh, Department of Education website. You need to look for the loan simulator. The loan then you're going to log in in, the, in your loan simulator. You're going to enter information based on your most re recent year tax returns about your household, income, household uh, size. And this website will pull the information of all your loans and will show the different plans that you are eligible for, including the IPR and other income-driven repayments plans. That's what your counselor is going to need. 
you, you can print that in this. Again, it's a simulator, right? It's not what you're approved yet, but uh, we can use that document for, for, right. for the program. And just so you know, let me let me grab these phone calls. So I'm toggling back and forth from social media to phone calls, and I can I can address three of these phone calls. We have New Mexico, we have Indiana, and we have Davenport, Iowa. Hello, Davenport, Iowa. Oh, oh, and we have Monroe, Ohio, who are asking for the closest NACA offices are not in their state. Monroe, we do have an office in Cleveland, though. Monroe, Ohio, uh, five one three. We do have an office in Cleveland, Ohio. But guess what? You don't have to live near a NACA office to go through the program. Regionals, what can they do to go through the program if there's no office and no face-to-face -face workshop there? We offer virtual conference workshops across the country. So you don't need to drive in a specific place if you're not close by. Obviously, we all now we're offering face-to-face. -face. We're back to do that in the, in the audit locations where, where we have offices. But if you are far from one of those, you can just go to NACA.com register for a virtual conference workshop. And we do have a uh, remote counseling center that is located in Charlotte. Um, so you can complete almost all your process. Maybe the only thing you cannot do right now is your closing. You probably will need to go to an office. Other than that, you can do everything else remotely from your current location. That's right. So we'd love to have you Devonport, Iowa. We'd love to have you New Mexico and Indiana. So we'd love to have you, but Monroe, Ohio, we we're, we got you covered for sure. Um, moving on to the next question, want to talk about payment shock. I have Pamela, no, 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 excuse me. I have Shantae asking about payment shock, and I also have 614 asking about payment shock. When should you start payment shock is what they're asking. Yesterday. <laughs> payment so shock right should now, begin. You now. <laughs> yeah, well, listen. When you attend a NACA workshop and you hear the term payment shock, you know, likely for the first time, that's kind of your clue because payment shock is the difference at, at NACA. We believe if you can pay rent, you can pay a mortgage. And I'm just going to use a round figure of $1,000. If you're paying $1,000 rent and you're paying it on time and you're not going broke doing it, we automatically assume right off the jump that you can afford a $1,000 mortgage. But if you want a higher, you want us to approve you for a higher mortgage payment than your current rent, let's say you, you, know, you know the houses in your area, you're gonna need at least to be approved for a $1,500 mortgage payment, but you're only paying a thousand for rent. Well, the difference between what you aspire to, $1,500 approval from us and your 1,000 is $500. We call that payment shock. Payment shock is the difference between your current rent and the mortgage payment you aspire for us to approve you at. And you must prove over time that you can afford $1,500 on top of, in other words, you're paying 1000 rent, but in order to demonstrate to NACA that you can afford $1,500 mortgage payment, that difference of $500, we want to see if you can save an extra $500 for a minimum of three months sometimes up to six months. So for, for three to six months. So the, the answer to the question is start saving now. When your counselor has a conversation with you about payment shock, um, you should have been doing it all along once you entered this program, but it's never too late to start because typically we want to see uh, a minimum of three months that you can save that extra amount. Uh, 
up to six months for larger amounts. And, and that also goes for uh, people who aren't paying any, any dollar amount for the roof over your heads. We have plenty of people going through our program who are living with family members, or as I say, you know, you living with mom and Neil, <laughs> and that's okay. <laughs> if you're living rent-free, then you're not demonstrating to us that you can make a mortgage payment because you're living rent-free. Well, guess what? If you're living rent-free, your payment shock is the difference between what you're paying for rent, zero, and your aspired mortgage payment you want us to approve. So if you want to get approved for a $1,500 mortgage payment while you're living rent-free, show me you can save that entire amount, $1,500 for three to six months. And we will approve you for that mortgage payment because you've demonstrated you could save That's that right. amount. All right. That's right. Thank now, you, a little, Cedric. A little tip that I would give you guys, just a little nugget. If I were you, even if I haven't been to a workshop, even if I have not met with my counselor, you have about four or five, five, if you include today, five days left in business days left in this month, go ahead and start your payment shot or savings this month. So this could be month one because you have five more days. So you'll be ahead of the game when you get ready to go to your counselor, when you get ready to go to the purchase workshop, you will already have started your savings pattern or your payment shot pattern to get ahead. Awesome, Damien. Thank you. 914, I'm going to get you. Rihanna, you're next. So you're up next. Um, but let's get to 914. I don't know that this code, but 914 is saying hello. This is interesting. I have a rental property in Columbus, Georgia. I just wanted to know if NACA will help me refinance a rental property when the owner is not in the same state. Partly, we don't do a refis. Right. And we obviously, we don't do investment properties. Correct. So yeah. That's a double no. Double no, 914. But thank you for calling in to find out about, you know, NACA programs. Rihanna, Rihanna is saying if I'm already qualified for an amount, but because of the interest rate increasing, I'm priced out uh, of what my pity was, uh, what my pity was originally. Should I go to the Miami event to get requalified, though I'm about to go under contract? but I want more room for my rehab. So she threw me, you threw me for a curve there on the last piece, Rihanna. So Diego, should she come and try to work this thing out? I mean, remember, uh, if you are ready at your maximum affordability, it depends what was the conversation with your counselor, right? If you just gave a fixed number, but you can afford more, you have, as explained, Cedric, you have the payment, the rent plus the payment shock savings, your limiting factors, which is your housing ratio and your debt to income ratio work, and your budget support a higher payment, yeah, you should go. But if you qualify recently and nothing has changed in your finances, uh, if you're not close to the event, I wouldn't advise you to do that, right? Because you're, you are already at your maximum affordability. If nothing has changed, what you need is to work in the other plan B and C. Uh, find a grant to buy down the interest rate, save a little bit more money to, or take money from your uh, 401k or any other uh, savings that you may have to, to invest in the, to buy down the interest rate. That will increase your affordability. So I, I don't, without more information, I'm not sure what right. was the right answer for you, right. but I'll keep that in mind. If you and your counselor already work to qualify you for the maximum, there, there is no point to go back immediately because nothing has changed, right? 
So that absolutely was a recommendation. Absolutely. Uh, Elva, 904. Elva, I hope we addressed your question. And this may be a, a different person, but this is the, the question is similar about missing one medical payment. Well, missing one payment due to medical and have proof. But Diego made it very, very clear. And I hope you don't let this stop you because he did say that you can go uh, proceed on through the process. So Elva, you know, stay focused, still come through the process. As long as you have documented proof of what happened, your counsel will know exactly what to do with that information. And again, like you said, it's only one payment. So we got it on Facebook. We have it on a phone call. So I wanted to make sure we, we double address the question in case it was two different people. Pamela, Pamela is saying, can you move forward if you have completed all the paperwork? And we get this all the time, but do not have your money that you need. So she's asking, do she have to have the minimum required funds right now if she's ready to move forward through the process? Yeah, yes, you need to, because what, what we include in the minimum required funds is the money you're going to need to sign a contract and close your loan, right? When, when you make an offer in, in, in a property and it's accepted, the, the seller will want a deposit, right? Because they earn this money. So you need to have that money ready. You need to order a property inspection if it's not a new construction. The, obviously, the inspector wants to be paid immediately at, at the spot, right? And then you will need uh, money also for a closing for your taxes, your insurance, your prepaid interest, um, what we call the prepaid expense. Remember, we don't have closing costs in NACA that's paid by the program, by the lender. But you need to have all those funds ready at the time that you sign your contract. So yeah, definitely we will need that. Awesome. And Mercedes, I know that, you know what, we are almost out of time. We literally have three minutes left, but Mercedes, you've been here and I want to make sure we address your question. April, uh, Cedric did answer your questions. He said, apply for as many grants that you can. Anything that you're eligible to apply for, apply for them. There is no limit until they tell you to stop. Don't stop. But Mercedes is saying, we're told not to do anything. She was told very clearly from her counselor not to do any credit pulls or anything like that. Do you have to get your credit pulled or ran to qualify for any of the grants? Would that count against you? There are some grants that require a minimum credit score. We don't like that. We fight them. We try to change that. In many cases, we have an exception for the NACA members. Uh, but there are many, as, as Cedric said, there are many, many, many grants that are across the country. Right. So we cannot give a blanket answer for that. Now, if you remember, we don't care about your credit score. That's right. not about credit score with NACA. So if you need to apply for, in order to qualify for a grant that I don't know, but it may be that they want to see your credit before they approve you, that's fine. You just need to explain when we see that in your credit report that you were applying for a grant and that won't affect your process. Right. So Mercedes, you're, you're hearing it here first. If, if you're getting it pulled due to applying for grants and things like that, you got skilled counselors that know how to read those credit reports and things like that and know what to rule out and what to count in. So that's it. And Damien, I cannot believe it, but here we are yet again. again. The old clock on the wall says it's time. Let's do another show. hour, y'all. No. <laughs> 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 these busy regionals, these regionals have to go because, again, you heard it for yourself. They have several states that they're working to get you guys closer to home ownership. And we want to take some time out to thank Diego Luke 
and Cedric Smith for joining us because there are so many other things they could have been doing, but they counted this as valuable, good information to get to who? To you, the new prospective homebuyer. So guess what? Thank you guys so much for coming in. We couldn't have done it without you. Damien? Awesome. Real pleasure. Thanks for having us. Stay safe. Be safe. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. NACA's American Dream Program is a production of the Neighborhood Assistance Corporation of America, a national nonprofit organization fighting for economic justice through affordable homeownership and community advocacy. To learn more about NACA and our advocacy efforts, careers, NACA's Best in America Mortgage, or to join a NACA in your community, visit us at NACA.com.